All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. I broke my dry spell in one of the hottest ways. This was a true surprise and I had so much fun and I'm so excited to share the details with you guys. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy's amazing because they're always looking for ways to get involved in different things across the country. They do things like Exotica. They sponsor smaller events, including ours, Pod Bash, happening in October. We just love that Cassidy really does care about the lifestyle and they want to get involved and help out where they can and the site itself is a great resource if you want to start meeting people in your area and you can try it free for an entire month when you go to our website frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. again you're going to get an entire 30 days of all access of Cassidy's features when you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner we hope to see you there so we are recording from a hotel room right now, right off of Fremont, which is fun. We, I, I should say, did a shoot yesterday and it was fucking hot. Yeah, we typically will do, you know, a once a month kind of thing, get away and, and go to one of the resorts in town. This is our one of our favorite places because they take such good care of us. And we are at the top of the building, about the 30th floor, and we have a pretty cool fucking view of what's going on right now. So I'm, I'm kind of digging it. We are looking at the Circa Sportsbook right now, which is like their entire pool. Circa is a, a hotel that's on Fremont Street, and they have this giant sports book area by their pool. And you made the good point that they should totally be playing porn on it instead of fucking baseball. I yeah. would much prefer that, but yeah, I think we might be the only two. So. I, I don't know about that because we can actually watch the TV from where we are. Which it, it fucking thing is gigantic. We can see it from our, our suite. So yeah, if they actually had porn or something fucking cool on there, it'd be great. <laughs> it would. It would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have to pay $200 for chicken strips at the fucking uh, Circa pool. We could just sit here and, you know. 70 fucking dollars for chicken yeah. strips. Are you out of your damn mind? No, the best is the 25 for a Bud Light. Yes. Yeah, $25 for I a mean, Bud Light. That's pretty standard at the pool parties here in Vegas, though. Yeah. They're so overpriced. It's crazy. It's insane. Also that people can see hot chicks in bikinis. I'm like, just go to a lifestyle event. And then you might actually get to fuck them, too. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> stop fucking pussyfooting around with it just get just dive in it's kind of like strip clubs to me strip clubs seemed so exciting when i wasn't in the lifestyle and now that i'm in the lifestyle the idea of going and looking at hot chicks that i'm not allowed to touch just seems like a pointless thing to do well it was different for me the strip club thing because i was able to touch but um, (laughs) most people are not (laughs) most folks can't so yeah i can absolutely understand why it's not you know not a value for most people especially here they fucking kill you they gouge you here I also feel like I've gotten to lick the pussies of women that are hotter than most strippers. So, I mean, that's the beauty of being a bisexual woman in the lifestyle, I guess. A thousand percent. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah, although I must say, I've, I've had a lot of amazing adult entertainer pussy. I'm just I'm throwing sure that you out have. there. Yeah. However, you were married to one. A few, actually. <laughs> um, and yes, uh, a lot of that was fucking awesome. But as of late, including two nights ago now? Yes. I had an amazing evening with a lady that was not, I don't want to say a surprise because she is delightful, uh, as is her partner. But man, what a hot fucking session we had together for the first time. It was really something. Well, I think the intensity of it was what surprised you because when you walked in the door, you were flushed. You smelled like sweat. I was like, what the fuck? Like you'd been working out for an hour. I smelled like hot sex and no regret. It was fucking (laughs) seriously it was heated. Matter of fact, we lost track of time completely. She mentioned it. We had met for a drink first at one of our favorite places and theirs, actually, her and her husband's. And we sat there for what I thought was probably 30 or 45 minutes, ended up being over an hour. It was like an hour and a half when you finally texted and said, I'm going to their place. I was yeah. like, whoa, that took forever. Yeah. I thought you had just forgotten to text me. No, no. And their place, fortunately for, for me and for us, is a quarter of a mile away from where we live, which was really fucking awesome. 
awesome. And so we ended up back at their place and within, oh, I don't know, she stepped into the restroom. I stepped into the restroom, and then within about a minute and a half, we were naked in the kitchen. And, uh, <laughs> oh, in the kitchen! Literally, clothes off in the fucking kitchen. Oh, that's hot as hell. Listen, I'm telling you, this was a hot lady and a hot fucking experience. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm still talking to you about it and and th- thinking about it. It was amazing. Kitchen naughtiness is a great thing. I remember. Do you remember the play session I had with Clint back in Montana where yes. I took he took the plug out in the kitchen yes. and threw it in the kitchen sink and then just basically took me right there. That was so fucking hot. Yeah, there's just something about that carnal, you know, being in a place that isn't normally sex acceptable, I suppose, for most people. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to fuck where I eat or prepare food. Like, whatever. You can sanitize surfaces. Shit, what the fuck yeah. Ever. I'm, let's Don't get be down so uptight. <laughs> no, let's get dirty on the island. Fuck it. <laughs> but yeah, it was really fucking hot. And I am, I'm eager to tell the story. You don't know hardly anything about it, although I did share a few little nuggets with you because it was so fucking amazing. Yeah, I was just shocked at the look on your face. Like I said, I mean, you're always happy when you come home from a play session. But I think that you were surprised at how intense it was I I would assume probably because it was your first time. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. Like a lot of times that first time you're with someone is just testing the waters and feeling things out and you're not really sure how it's going to go. So for it to be mind-blowingly intense is, I mean, that's a nice little surprise. Nobody hates that. No, this was there was very little testing of anything in this particular session. It was hot and heavy. And listen, when it comes to... I say this a lot. People in general who enjoy providing oral for their partner, you're a special person that truly enjoys doing that, right? Yeah, you deserve a medal of some sort. Yeah, you are not phoning it in. You're not doing it because it's obligatory. You enjoy doing it. This lady is a champ. I mean, choking on my cock. We got in the bedroom. She pulls my pants down. I couldn't even get a chance to get my pants down. She took them down first and just absolutely devoured my cock oh yeah so of course i absolutely reciprocated and holy shit was it intense well don't tell too much because we're going to talk about it on the show at some point i'm sure right yes absolutely i can't wait well i had fun last night i had a very intense session it lasted a very long time it did it was recorded for only fans but honestly I always know when a session for OnlyFans is good when I don't even think about putting it up on OnlyFans. It's just I'm so in the moment and it's so hot and so intense. So I got to have that experience last night. And then we go from that to eating pizza. Well, I had pasta, but yes, you had pizza. It was like the best night ever. Sex and pizza. How does it get any and beer? Yes. Yeah. Stuffed myself like an absolute pig. Oh, it was delightful. What a great night. It really was. Well, you also really, really, and I really, really like the guy that you were with last night. Such a fucking cool dude. I adore him. He really has become a friend. I just, when I think of like cool ass people that I enjoy being around, he's absolutely one of them. So it's just wonderful. Again, one of those folks that we have the opportunity to see often. You play with him fairly regularly, much like, you know, Susan and Jade and, you know, our other friends here, Nick and Nicole that we just like hanging out with. He's just cool. We hung out with him a couple of weeks ago, just some vanilla time uh, on the strip. He was with us when we were just hanging out. And well, he, he does photography, so he yeah. did a bunch of uh, photos for us on the strip, but then we would just like take breaks in between and go have a drink and sit and chat, and yeah, he's great. We, we're very, very lucky to know the people that we do, truly. For sure, for sure. And as we're recording this, I think we're, what, two days away? Well, we have an event tonight, So let's talk about what we have coming up in the next couple of weeks, because tonight we have an event, our Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas. Then we turn around and go to Portland. No, 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 no. Back up. What? We have an event tonight, our event. Saturday, two days from now, we have been invited to a party, a house party that's taking place in town, hosted by a friend of ours and a friend of his that we have never met. Right. We have no idea who's attending. We have no idea where this place is. We have no idea what to expect other than it's a fucking party. He texted us, said, we want you guys there. Please come. We're like, okay, I guess we're going to a fucking party. Hell <laughs> so, yeah. I'm so excited. You don't usually love the house party scene, I don't. but I love it. So I I'm very excited. Even if I'm the only one that gets naked, it'll be a win. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> it'll will. It'll be a win in my book if I get naked. <laughs> I am not likely to play at all. I just, I'm just excited to see some of the folks that are going to be there because we do know a few people that are going to be there. I think Nick and Nicole are going to be there and our friend that's hosting it. We haven't seen him in a bit. So uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing those folks. But then, of course, 
We go to Portland next week for our Hot Wives event there at Club Bravada. Then I have to get on a fucking plane a couple days later, fly to Jersey for a fucking wedding. I go back home for a wedding. Yes. Come back. We're in Fort Lauderdale two days No, la- you're forgetting. Then you're going to oh, Reno I gotta go to for Reno. two days. Yeah, I've got to go to Reno to see my friend. Then we go to Fort Lauderdale for Splash. We are going on vacation right from there. Yes. Finally, you and I are taking a fucking vacation. Just a vacation. Vanilla as fuck. No lifestyle shit at all. We're, we're not going... even telling people where we're going. It's a no. top secret. We're not sharing anything. This is no. literally just going to be for us. Yeah, I can't wait to go. It's an area that I have not been to for many, many years. I'm fucking pumped. So we're going to do that for, I don't know, four or five days, whatever. Come home about seven days later, six days later, we have Pod Bash. Well, we go to Florida for Pod Bash. Yes. Yeah, because we're going a few days early to set up. Yes, 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 yes. Well, and wait, of course, once again, got to back up. When I'm at my at this wedding in Jersey, you're hosting our vault party here in town. Yes, I'm hosting a blacklight party. I'm yes. so excited. So, yeah, I'm, I'm already getting confused with how much shit is happening. And then we get back after Pod Bash. We have another Hot Wives of Las Vegas event here. And then we host our Denver event on the 4th and 5th, which we haven't even publicly put out yet. I know. It's so crazy. By the time this episode goes up, it'll be available for ticketing. But Yeah. we ha- Well, we have sold all the rooms. There are no more rooms available. We did that privately through our friends because we want our friends on property with us. So there'll be about uh, 14 or 15 of us, I think, on property. And uh, yeah, we haven't even started selling tickets yet as of this episode right now that we're recording. So yeah, we have a lot of shit happening. Oh my God. I'm so excited for it all though. I mean, we literally will be home together for like 20 days out of the next three months. Do you realize that? Yeah, something like that. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be tired as fuck. Well, I'm listen, I've got to get on like three back to back to back long ass flights, which is my worst fucking nightmare. Well, Reno's quick. That's like a 45 minute flight. Yeah, but I've got to go to Jersey and Florida twice. (laughs) Oh, poor Brian has to go to Florida twice in two months. Uh, Yeah, but that five hours. Fuck, you know what happens to me. First of all, I've got to fly to go home to this wedding by myself. You're not going. Yeah, I know. So I can't get completely fucking blotto on the <laughs> plane because then I have to drive an hour to the fucking resort that this thing is taking place at. So I have to be completely sober on the plane. Usually I'm like practically, you know, holding your hand and walking you through the airport after we get off of flights because you're so out yeah, of it. Yeah, my seeing eye partner. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I have to do this shit stone cold sober. I'm not prepared for that. I'm not built for that shit. So, so then uh, we go to Fort Lauderdale and, of course, to Orlando. By sober, uh, Orlando. you mean you take Benadryl, by the way. We don't want to make it seem yeah. like you're getting fucking trashed before you get on a flight. No, typically, depending on what time the flight is, I might have a cocktail just to take the edge off. But yeah, a couple of Benadryl and a cocktail and I'm good to go. But <laughs> I can't do that this time because I am going to have to drive when I fucking land in Newark. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, and make your way through the busy Newark airport all by yourself. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got to be I've got to be alert. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's we have a lot of shit happening. And we... And again, that's just up to that point. Then we've got Thanksgiving. We're hosting an event. We're going home to see your family for fucking Christmas. And holy shit, there's a lot. I know. It's so weird to already be talking about Christmas plans, but we have so much going on in the next few months that we have to think of it that way. Well, but they just opened the Halloween spirit store by us. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? It's It's 105. (laughs) It was 105 yesterday. Why are we talking about Halloween costumes? Yeah. I don't know. It's fucking weird. I saw Christmas stuff in Target the other day. Yeah. where It's August. Well, we walked into Costco. The first fucking thing we saw was a Christmas tree. I know. Like, what is crazy. wrong with you people? Yeah, it's just too much. I, I can't wrap my head around that shit. But anyway, we have a lot of stuff happening. Super fucking excited about it. I also want to get fucked more. Like, I have some very promising prospects with single guys right now. Well, let's chat about that for a second. Because when I'm gone for the three days I'm I'm at this wedding, you have a friend coming in town that you... Well, you have been corresponding with this guy. Potentially, yeah. It's not set in stone yet. But the idea is for the sexy photographer from California to come hang out while you're gone. Just because it would work out perfectly time-wise. He's off of work. You're gone. I'll be by myself anyway. So if that works out, that could be very unique. I've never spent like two straight days with a dude who's not you. Especially when I'm not even in the same fucking state or in the same time zone for that matter. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the opposite end of the fucking country. Yeah, so that's going to be unique if that happens. I'm hoping it does. It'll be interesting. You and I were talking about this guy yesterday, and and I find the whole concept interesting. Why? How so? Well, because he's, first of all, he's, 
he's 26 years old. Yeah. He's, he's a young dude. And when you tell me certain things about him that he says to you, I just tell you like, well, you know, I, I chalk that up to his age. He's a kid. You know, he doesn't. He's the same age as my younger brother. Yes. And it's like, you know, I expect that from a 26 year old. Yeah. You know, and if you're expecting him not to behave certain ways, you're you're kidding yourself because it's not a thing. I'm telling you, though, there are benefits to the younger guys. Guys in their 20s are way more communicative than older guys for the most part. They're way more into the safe play. He asked me about testing before I even asked him about it. Well, they're far more. I, I think nowadays, well, I think about your brother, but he's a different sort of character. But guys at his age are 26 years old or let's just say under 32, they are, I think, a little bit more connected to their emotions. They are more likely to express themselves than a guy my age is going to be. Yeah. So there's a, there are a lot of positives. And there's then a, a level of sensitivity to him right. that I don't see in older men. Right, 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 right. And, and I, that speaks to me at this point in my life. Well, sure. And look, I like I've said this before. I like the idea that you are engaging with, at least on some level, with people closer to your age, because I really do believe that that's inevitably what ends up happening. You will have a younger partner. I genuinely want that to be the case. Yeah, so. but I rarely have things in common with people my own age. You know, no, that's sure. the biggest issue. I've talked to a couple of guys recently that are exactly my age, give or take a year. And it's like, I don't have anything to talk to them about. One of them is like a single dad with three kids. He's divorced. Like his life is soccer practice. And yeah. Like, and that's one of the reasons I have trouble making friends my own age, too, because most of them are parents and most of them are dealing day in and day out with that kind of stuff. I don't have much to say to that person. I'm not shitting on it. I just don't. I can't relate. Well, that's why we talked about this kind of sweet spot in terms of age. It's either pre-35 or post-45. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's pretty much what, what works out for the most part for us, for you. If the guys are younger... It's, it works out just as well as it does if they're older. Yep. But that that space in the middle, you know. Guys that, in their 30s in general, I just think 30, the decade of being 30 is a weird thing for a lot of dudes. Even up, know. well, even into the early 40s, it comes, it gets a little strange, you know. And again, I'm generalizing. I'm not trying to shit on everyone that's 30 something. I'm just no, saying that's we, been my experience. No, absolutely not. We've got some great friends in that age bracket, but it's difficult for you to find what it is that you're looking for essentially in that in that age range. But the younger guys or slightly older seem to make the most sense. So yes. I hope it works out. I'm I'm excited about it. I also like the idea that he's a younger guy who he's inquisitive, right? He he called he texted you the other day, asked you a question about something serious that he was about to get himself into and you gave him the right advice like hey don't do that that's a terrible idea and he's you know he's a young dude he wasn't thinking about it from the standpoint that you would or that I would and it kind of it rang true to him he's like okay no you're right I'm not going to fucking do that that's a terrible idea yeah he's a little young and naive but he's not a total idiot <laughs> no he's a smart kid but i think it's a good idea for for me i i like it i think it's it's refreshing to have you engaging with someone who isn't my age or a drop younger? I think it's fun. Yeah. I guess so we'll see. I have no expectations of it. I mean, this is not going to be a relationship because he lives in L.A. I'm right. not doing the long distance thing. No. That's not a thing. It's more so let's feel this out. This is something I've never done before. He's clearly interested in the scenario. So let's see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, listen, the idea that you could potentially spend a couple of days with someone that you're just meeting for the first time, essentially face to face while I'm at a state is unique. It's new to us. So it's a it's an experience. No doubt about it. You know, yeah. and now that you're dry spell, essentially, has been <laughs> broken and you're welcome. I have redeemed myself from the last fucking train wreck that took place, which was absolutely not my fault, out of my control, but it was a disaster. I did redeem myself. It was amazing. I'll let you talk about it soon enough. But I think that it's gotten your juices flowing again, if that's fair. Well, I just think in general, my and I'm sure a lot of people listening can totally relate to this, but even if you're a highly sexual person, there are just going to be times in your life where your sex drive isn't where it needs to be. And that has been the case for me for like six weeks. I've had almost no interest in sex, which for me is like... I, who the fuck am I? Well, but also that is really kind of a byproduct of the terrible experiences that you've had dealing with these guys for the most part. Sort of, but I also have to take responsibility for it because I don't feel like I was putting in very much effort because to me it was like, well, I don't really even want to have sex. So why would I like reach out to someone for sex? Right. But you weren't putting forth that effort because it wasn't 
benefiting you. It, there were no, it wasn't paying dividends. Yeah, it was a, it was a cyclical thing. Yeah. One fed into the other. So exactly. yeah, I'm just very happy to be past that point. Now I'm fucking revved up. I really want to play at tonight's party. So I think that's probably going to happen potentially with the same guy I'm going to talk about today. Well, and you said to me last night, like, it looks like I may be fucking two guys. I'm like, whoa, whoa, who's, who's the other guy? Well, yeah, we have somebody who might potentially be coming in from Colorado. Yeah. That yeah. I would, oh, I would fuck all night long that man is so fucking hot yeah he was at both of our denver events at this point super fucking great guy he actually spent the night at the house with us the at the last party and, and he is be- he's physical perfection to me he is like this tall athletic muscular hunk of a man yeah and super good guy so i'm looking forward to seeing him again hopefully he makes it into town but yeah that's i guess that's my point you had a phenomenal experience so your your whole kind of outlook has changed and now you're just fucking eager and pumped up to have great experiences, well, which is what it took. It, you say it all the time. Sometimes you just need a win, you know? Oh, I, yeah, you need One a win. One win will yeah. build momentum, and then you're totally back in the game, and you're ready to go, and you're yes. revved up again, and that's exactly where I'm at right now. So, yeah. all right, I want to share a single guy tip of the week, and I think it's a very, very positive one. I think we've probably covered it before, but it's been so long ago, and this guy I've recently been talking to, I honestly don't think it's a match simply because our proclivities and interests are very different. Sure. But he did something that I thought was so impressive. So he reached out to me. His first message was great. I expressed, you know, back to him that I was interested in chatting and seeing if it was a good fit. And his second message to me was, I have a few couples in the area that would absolutely vouch for me. I've already asked their permission to use them as references. And they've given me permission to share their usernames on this site so you can reach out to them and know that I'm legitimate and that I follow through and that I'm reliable. I was like, that is fucking amazing. Like to not only offer that up right away, but even just to have couples that think that highly of you, that they're willing to do that. They're willing to put the time and effort in and put their own reputations on the line for you. I think if more guys thought of the lifestyle in that way and thought of going above and beyond in those types of ways, they would have so much more success. And to me, that really is the difference between random dudes looking to fuck in the lifestyle and lifestyle guys. For sure. And listen, we know guys like that, that we could, that we would certainly vouch for and have in many cases. I mean, just think of Leo, for example, and the gentleman that's coming in town potentially tonight to come to the event. You know, one of my single gal play partners is going to be there tonight. Uh, Susan's coming. Yes. I would certainly introduce her to both of those guys. Oh, absolutely. They're fucking solid dudes. So yeah, I think it's very cool when a single guy particularly has the ability to have references. I mean, it's like a resume, like anything else. It's your it's your sexual lifestyle resume. You've got some folks on there that led some validity to your character. It's a big fucking deal. Well, and you've clearly done enough to create a relationship with people. There are so many guys that it's clear that they're just one and done guys, right? Yeah. Like they want to get in, they want to fuck, they want to leave, and they don't want any other effort put in yeah. versus people that have created references that have created relationships that produce references, that's a big fucking deal. Well, listen, I I say this to a lot of single guys that reach out. Even if your, your experience with a couple in this space doesn't result in your actually being physical or intimate with someone, you have to still go through all of the steps to being a solid person. So that even if there's not a connection between you and, the, and a couple, let's say, that couple could still say to someone else, hey, he's not our cup of tea. He doesn't really fit in. He, you know, We don't have some of the same things in, in common. You might be a great fit for him. He's a super nice guy. Oh, yeah. You at least want that. Look, Well, and we've done that many times. Absolutely. There have been many guys that it's like they are great fucking guys. They're just not physically my type or personality-wise, we don't really click, but I think the world of them, and I would absolutely hook them up with better options for them. Well, you look at what just happened with me, right? I just had this amazing evening with this amazing lady, and her partner is an awesome dude. We have a, we had a great connection. But those two folks are friends with our friends. Yes. Which I didn't know, obviously, when we first started communicating. They divulged that to me later. And, of course, the first thing I'm thinking of is, okay, I not only need to be super fucking impressive anyway, but they're also friends of friends. And the last fucking thing I want to do is to embarrass our friends with some shitty fucking behavior or something. Right. So that's always in the back of my mind. So, of course, she and I are together the other night, 
And oddly enough, all I'm thinking of is I do not want her to talk to our friends and say anything <laughs> other than... Brian was so lame in the sack. Yeah. He's a total dick. This guy's a total fucking dud. It's the last thing I wanted to, to her to say. And of course, that's in the back of my mind on top of everything else while I'm genuinely trying to be impressive and, and satisfy this amazing gal. But it is something that I thought about. And the truth is, it fucking matters because this morning we are communicating with our mutual friends and they mention what a great fucking time she had. That's a big deal. Yes. That's a big deal to me. And I don't give a shit whether we ever get the chance to play again. I want that experience to at least have been memorable enough that she had nothing but good things to say. Yeah, That's absolutely. a big thing. That's yeah. a big deal. I guess the single guy tip of the week is not just to be impressive to people either, though. It's to think of creating relationships in that way. You need to be thinking beyond, of people beyond that actual interaction. Yeah, and I also think a lot of people assume because you live in a larger metropolitan area like we do, okay, we're in Vegas, there's so many people. What you don't realize is this scene is actually fairly small. Listen, think about what's happening Saturday. We know that at this house party that we're going to go to, there are probably, well, at minimum, there's probably going to be four to six people that we know there. And very likely, there'll be more people there that we know that we don't know are going to be there. Right. It's a very small underground kind of protected space. Every time we walk into a party, we see someone, we're like, oh, we had no idea you were going to be here. Right. And if you fuck up, people are going to know it. Oh, yeah. You know, so you got to watch your fucking P's and Q's, guys, for sure. Yeah, but it's beyond that even. Think about your relationships with the people in the lifestyle in that way. How are you going to make sure that they think highly enough of you that if you ask them to provide a reference, they would? Yeah, well, especially if you show up at a party and you d- you don't think you're going to know anybody, all of a sudden there's a couple there maybe you have met before that you know, you're not necessarily going to play with, but there are other couples you're interested in. Those people potentially are interested in you. You can say, "Oh, well, I, you know, so and so and so and so are friends of mine and we've had some interactions together," and they can absolutely talk to those people in that moment. And they can either make or break your fucking night. I oh, mean, for sure. Exactly. You know, if you were an asshole, your night's over. Yep. You know, especially so think about that. So yeah. anyway, I want to move on to talking about this amazing interaction that you set up for me that honestly shocked me in multiple ways. And I'm going to explain that shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. Weeknight fun, lifestyle getaways, weekend parties in Vegas, and just the regular day-to-day of life can leave you run down and in need of quick recovery. And that's why our partner, the Drip Bar of Las Vegas, is the perfect solution. Listen, we've all been there. You're coming back from a Vegas trip. You're on the plane, and you want to die because you had too much fun in Vegas. And the Drip Bar knows that that's a very big potentiality if you come to this city, which is why they offer some amazing IV drips to help you feel the best you possibly can. For example, their restoration IV will help you replenish and recover by saturating your cells with essential vitamins and nutrients that may be depleted. The Jet Setter IV, perfect for people like us that travel all the time, will keep your immune system at its optimal level while you live life to its fullest, or the Power Pack IV, which will keep you going all day long so you don't miss any of the fun. IV drips are so big right now, but not all of the facilities are created equally. I'll tell you that much. We personally went and toured this facility. It is stunning. It's spotless. And it's just a nice place to hang out for an hour while you get your IV drips. So for listeners of the show, the Drip Bar is offering a 20% off discount and free B12 shot for any of the 20 Lifestyle IV drips when you mention the code LIFESTYLEIV. Book your appointment now at 702-846-0851 or visit them at ivlasvegas.com. And all of that information will be in the show notes for you today as well. It's just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip and the airport, and I cannot tell you how good you'll feel after you go to the Drip Bar Las Vegas. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Body Art Forms. I love unique jewelry and I hate the fact that so many places that you go, whether they're online or in-store, 
have the most generic jewelry ever. I like statement pieces and I really like quality jewelry, which is one of the reasons that I absolutely love body art forms. I've gotten several nose rings and nose studs from them. I also have quite possibly the coolest snake earrings ever from them and I get complimented on them constantly. Body Art Forms has the staple pieces like your simple hoops and gauges, but they also have the unique conversation starters and they're at affordable prices too. I just love this shop so much. A little bit more about Body Art Forms. It was founded by two sisters... And they've been serving the Pearson Modified community since 2001. They have a diverse selection of quality jewelry for every budget. And one of the best parts is they donate 20% of all profits to charitable causes. Check out all of their amazing pieces for yourself by heading over to Body Art Forms today. And if you use our discount code FPS, 15% off of your first order. Again, that's bodyartforms.com. Discount code FPS at checkout for 15% off. Events galore. We have stuff happening everywhere. As this episode goes up in three days, we have an event in Portland at Club Pravada, Hot Wives of Portland. I cannot tell you how excited I am about it. If you guys are in the area and want to stop by and check it out, you can still find a few tickets on our lifestyle site members.frontporchswingers.com. We also have, of course, Podbash. Yes, I'm so excited for Podbash. That is happening at Secrets Hideaway in Kissimmee, Florida, October 13th through the 17th. And what makes Podbash special is we also have a ton of other lifestyle podcasters coming with us for what can best be described as a huge weekend party. So make sure you head on over to podbashevent.com for all of that information. Yeah, it is literally just a fucking party. Come and hang out with us and some of our amazing friends. I cannot wait. Shortly thereafter, we have another event. It's taking place in Denver, one of our favorite places to host events. This event will be unlike anything we have done thus far, but it is absolutely going to set the tone for what is to come. It is going to be at the Summit Villa, where we host our events in Denver, but a very different type of event. It's going to be black tie, evening gown, five-course dinner, it's a weekend experience, and it truly is a, an experience. It's a black tie experience. Yes, and again, that information can be found at members.frontporchswingers.com. We hope to see you at a future event. So I think what's so interesting to me about meeting people one-on-one -on -one versus in larger environments, in other words, like parties, events, is you see people in very different lights. So this gentleman that we're going to talk about today actually came to one of our events and he was very attractive, very respectful, but there was not that immediate connection there, I wouldn't say. And then you talked to him again and we sat down and it was like everything had changed. Well, what you don't realize is that the evening we first met him, the first event he came to, that was the Hot Wives of Las Vegas event, a few parties back, he and I spoke for a period of time at that event over the course of the evening. Yeah. He was very interested in interacting with you, but like at most of our events, you are the hostess with the mostest, running around and dancing and talking to people. Flitting here, flitting there. I'm the social yeah. butterfly. Yeah. yeah. So he was, and this is a guy who was very lifestyle experienced, but had not been to a club or a party or an event for a measurable period of time. Yes. So it was a little bit you know, he was getting his sea legs back, you well, know? I also just think that certain guys do better in certain environments. For like, sure. There are certain guys that at the parties, they are very outgoing and they're very much kind of... I, when I say in your face, I don't mean that in a bad way. They're just very eager to kind of get in front of you and interact. And then there are the guys that are a little bit more laid back and they maybe don't have as much success in those environments. But then when you sit down with them and actually have a conversation, they can blow you away. And that was absolutely this guy. Well, and this gentleman did divulge to me at the party the night I met him. He gets a little anxious in large groups. And we had over 100 people at this event. So he was, you know, a little bit out of his comfort zone. So it wasn't as if he he was just going to run up and introduce himself to you or, you know, that kind of thing. Now, he did stay for the majority of the evening and had a great time. Talked to a number of people. I introduced him to some of our friends, obviously, because I really liked him. And But he did reach out to me after the event 
and showed interest in wanting to see you. So he and I were kind of planning this over a period of time, but like a lot of folks, his schedule is crazy, works a, a lot of hours, has a, a lot of responsibility in his job, so he, he can't just break free a lot of times. So he let me know what his schedule was like. Unfortunately, over the course of a couple of weeks, our schedules didn't align, and then finally I had the opportunity to get us all together. Yes. Now let me also say this. We have so many fucking guys that are late. We didn't even talk about like a few days before we met this guy. We had met another gentleman. Oh, yeah. And it did not go well at all, mostly because he was 40 minutes late. Well, he wasn't just 40 minutes late. He texted when he was on his way, I may be 15 minutes late. And then, of course, when he was 15 minutes late, we never heard from him again And I told you, literally, I said to you, this guy's got five more minutes, and then we're the fuck out of here, and we're going to have dinner. Yeah. He showed up as the words came out of my mouth. Yep. So we were already fucked off. And I told him when he sat down, I said, you had five minutes, and then we were fucking leaving. Yeah, you told him straight up. He was like, oh, well, I'm glad I made it. I'm like, well, I don't know how much good it's going to do because I'm not fucking you. Yeah, I don't know how glad you're going to be when this (laughs) is over. But yeah, I said, you had five minutes, and we were done. I said, 40 minutes is unacceptable. You're, You're fucking with our time now. So my point with this particular gentleman is this was during a monsoon. Yes. During rush hour traffic, we were meeting him at like six o'clock at night. And he lives 40 minutes away. This gentleman not only showed up on time, he was a few minutes early. And texted and said, hey, I may be a few minutes late. Traffic weather is kind of crazy, but I am on my way. He was early. He was four minutes early. So he shows up and it was really interesting because he was even more handsome in person than I remember at the party. Like I said, I remember him being like, oh, that's a handsome guy. But then he sits down and I'm like, oh, this guy's really attractive. He has these beautiful eyes and he's kind of a, I would say like average build, but he just carries himself really well, which is also very attractive to me. You can tell he's confident without being cocky, which is always enticing. He's got a quiet confidence about him. And we just sat at this booth at this sports bar and we had the best fucking conversation. He is so funny. He is so intelligent. He has an interesting job that is very related to what I used to do in my past life. So we had the best time talking to him. Yeah. And once again, time kind of flew. It's like we didn't even realize how long we were sitting with him. Yeah. It was, you know, better part of an hour. And then finally you made the move. I was blown away. Yes, I was so proud of myself because almost always you have to be the one that's like, so what are we doing here? Like, do you want to come back to our place or whatever? I stepped up and I was feeling it because I could tell that he was feeling me. That's the other thing he did during this sit down that was so impressive is he was making eye contact. He was flashing me smiles. He was being flirtatious without being creepy. And that's a very fine line. And that guy totally fucking gets it. Well, here's the difference. And I don't even know if you noticed this. The gentleman we talked about a minute ago who was 40 fucking minutes late. While I was talking to him, and to put this into perspective, I was sitting across from him. You were sitting in between us in this kind of circular booth. I'm looking at him as I'm talking to him, and he's looking at your tits. <laughs> this gentleman... I mean, they're great tits, so I can't absolutely. really blame him. I didn't but. blame him, but it's like, <laughs> could you make it any more obvious, you fucking idiot? So this gentleman was sitting directly across from you. I was next to you in the booth. He looked into your eyes the entire time and did not divert. Yep. And it because he was genuinely engaged... Smart enough to know that he was he's trying to be impressive. Well, you know? yeah, showing interest is more than just, you know, the words coming out of your mouth. Right. It's the eye contact. It's the body language. And he was hitting all of those marks. Absolutely. And engaging, fun to talk to. Like I said, time flew. And finally, normally what will happen is I will say, hey, I'm going to step away for a minute, take a call, do whatever, which will give you guys some time to determine chemistry. I didn't even have a chance to do that. No. You just jumped right in. Yeah, we were so invested in the conversation and everything. But yeah, I felt confident enough. And I think what I finally said was, so I would really like to invite you back to our place. Don't feel any pressure. But if you're interested, I would love to have you. And he was like, absolutely. And I was like, yes, I felt so fucking good because I'm usually such a weenie in those instances. Well, and I was afraid that because of this, you know, quote unquote, dry spell you were going through (laughs) and these terrible experiences that we have been having, that you were going to be a little gun 
gun-shy and maybe not be prepared to pull the trigger, even though I could tell that you were into the guy. As you're talking, of course, you're giggling. We're having a good time, but I could tell that you were genuinely invested in the conversation. You weren't just phoning it in. No, not at all. So he agreed to come back, and he actually had parked quite a ways away, which was perfect because we gave him our address, and we left, and we were probably, I don't know, 10 minutes ahead of him. Yes. So that was great because I got to go in, clean myself up a little bit, make sure I smelled good, put a piece of lingerie on. I bought this new piece of lingerie that I I put on for him specifically because I was excited and I was excited to wear it. But it's this cute little pink thing and it's all ruched and it just looks so good and it hugs my booty perfectly. I feel fucking sexy in that. Yeah, I love that thing. So... I then go into the bedroom. I put on, I have this little constellation light show thing that I love to put on just because I think it sets a really sexy mood. And I put on some music and you were like, I'm going to let him in. I'm going to close the door. He'll knock on the door and come in, which is always kind of exciting because I can hear him knock on the door and I hear you guys exchange some words and my heart kind of starts beating a little bit faster. Sure. And then you probably talk to him for, I don't know, three to five minutes-ish. Yeah, that's it. He sat down, we chatted for a couple of minutes. I mean, we've been talking now, of course, at this point for weeks, you know, and had already met in person. So I felt really good about him. Also, what I had found out at our event, which made me feel much better about him, was that he has played with one of our friends before that we really respect. And I didn't know that. So I had spoken to her and her partner about him the night of the event, and she had nothing but glowing things to say about him. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. So that's cool. Yeah, she's a fan. So I am too now. <laughs> which which goes back to what we were just talking about earlier. You want references. I didn't know that that he had played with our friend before. When he told me that, I thought, okay, you're confident enough to tell me that. You know she's a friend of ours. You must know I'm going to ask her, <laughs> right? Because he didn't tell me to. He didn't ask me to. Could you imagine if you he would have said that and you would have walked up to her and she would have been like, oh, it was the worst sex ever. Or, you know? or that he's an asshole or anything. Yeah. I would have been, okay, this is a done deal. Not at all. And we trust her opinion implicitly. So when she said to me, oh, no, great guy. I really enjoyed meeting him. He's super. We've been together a few times. I haven't seen him in a while. He's been out of the scene for a bit, but very, very cool. I thought, okay, great. That's... That's all the reference I need. Yeah. So what was so funny to me about this whole situation, this whole scenario, though, was when we were sitting down with him, he had a very quiet confidence to him, but he did not come across as an alpha guy at all. No. In fact, the one thing I said to you as we were driving from the sports bar to our place was the only thing I'm nervous about is that he's going to be a little bit too laid back and I'm going to have to really dictate pace here and that's going to make me lose interest. Well, I told him we've had the conversation over and over through the, you know, digitally when we were communicating kind of the things that you're into and that you're going to be looking for. And then what I was talking to him about in that three to five minute period of time was just reiterating to him, hey, take control, ass slapping, hair pulling, dirty talk, <laughs> choking. I said, if she'll let you know. You know me so well. Yeah, I said, she'll let you know whether or not you're too rough or not enough. I said, but don't feel like you can't take control. She's going to be looking for that. She doesn't want to be driving the bus. Yeah, and I love that you said he that. he ran with it, apparently. Well, yeah, what was so great is he walks in the door, and the moment he walks in, the energy shifts from when we were together at the bar. It's like he walks in with this assertive fucking energy, and it was so intoxicating to me. I'm like, yes, just take me. I mean, he shuts the door behind him. He gives me a compliment and he's like I'm gonna start removing clothes and I was like yeah please do (laughs) so he takes off a a few of his clothes he still has his pants on and like his I think he had boxers or I don't remember what he was wearing for underwear but anyway he sits down on the bed with me and he asks if he can kiss me and I say yes and the moment he starts kissing me is when I realize this is going to be fucking amazing because yeah. he is grabbing me. He is being assertive. He's being dominant without being a weirdo about it. He's kissing me with such intensity and purpose behind it. Like he's really trying to use this as like the foreplay and the mojo to go into a badass experience. Well, I want to say something in in that respect. So when it comes to the the kissing thing, we talk to a lot of people about this that you know, some folks don't like kissing. It's it's a boundary for them when they're playing with another person or couple or whatever. Listen, those are your personal preferences. Whatever they are, no problem. They don't align with us, and we don't engage with people who don't do that because, for me, it's just cold. Well, I told right? a friend this yesterday. Kissing, for me, tells me 
90% of what I need to know about you as a lover. Well, and that's what I'm alluding to. This experience that I just had the other night with this amazing gal. The first time we met, I met her with her husband. We had a drink. He left. He had to go to work. She and I continued to have a conversation. We, we were leaving. I walked her to her car. She kissed me. We kissed on the lips very quickly. I knew instantly that this woman had exactly what I was looking for. I could just tell from that, that kiss. So flash forward to she and I having a drink together alone. And we literally had a drink in a restaurant. We were leaving. I was walking her to her car because I'm going to follow her to her place. She kissed me goodbye as she was getting in her car. And it was much hotter, okay? <laughs> then we get to her place and she starts kissing me in the kitchen. I'm telling you within minutes, within a minute of her kissing me, we were all, she was down to her underwear. I had no clothes on because <laughs> the kissing was so fucking hot and we were so connected. It was intense. And for me, that's the barometer. Well, yeah. And it's not just the act of kissing. It's the connection. It's yes. the chemistry. It's the pheromones. Do I like the way you smell? Do you have good breath? Like all of that culminates together yeah. to tell me whether or not this is going to be good. Full so, lips and just, yeah, all of that. Yep. So he is making out with me. At one point, he kind of grabs me on the back of the neck, not hard, but more so just making it clear that he was going to take control. Asserting dominance. He was going to be the one steering the ship. And that turned me the fuck on even just from kissing i am not exaggerating i could feel myself getting wet yeah look it, well like i said when someone it's so it's the nuances it's the little things that yep. people do to let you know that, honestly and we're going to talk about this i, I don't want to go too far into it but i knew instinctively what the pace of my session with this gal was going to look like based on how she reacted to certain things and how she began the whole session i just knew it and it, it was just flawless it was amazing so i get it so back to my session. Yes. <laughs> so we're making out with each other. He's grabbing me around the neck. I'm kind of rubbing my hands up and down him and everything. And then he says he wants to go down on me. I'm like, happily. So I lay on my back and he starts going down on me equally as good as the kissing, which says a lot. It's everything. Listen, people, I get it. You don't want to kiss. I got it. But I know how good the oral is going to be. And I don't care your gender. Don't care. If the kissing is solid, I'm yep. just telling you, I just know it. Yep. I can just tell. Yep. If a man can work his tongue in my mouth, he can probably work it on my clit. This and that's it. exactly what happened. It was this swirling motion that he was doing. He was doing this amazing, I can't even describe exactly what the movement was. It was like he was licking each of the lips and kind of picking up the intensity while he was doing it. And then he'd go back to the clit and give me even more intensity and swirling there. He's rubbing his hands up and down my leg. I take my tits out of my lingerie and I'm kind of squeezing them. So at one point he reaches up one of his hands and starts squeezing my tit for me. So I have one hand on one tit. He has one of his hands on the other tit. And then I take my free hand and like press it firmer into my tit, basically saying, squeeze harder. Yeah. I need more intensity. And that's exactly what he did. He was so good at picking up all of the cues and understanding what I wanted and not being afraid, not being timid. It was so fucking hot. And I mean, I'm sure you could hear this because you're in the living room. Oh, I heard everything. I came really hard from him going down on me. I told you after this particular session, well, first of all, you and I were, we jumped on each other like spider monkeys. <laughs> However... I told you after this session that under normal circumstances, I can tell what's going on with you. If I'm in earshot, I can tell whether someone's going down on you, whether you're sucking a cock or licking a pussy or getting fucked. I can <laughs> tell from your sounds. And I was able to do that for a period of time during this session. Now, also, I had the TV on. I was scrolling on the fucking on my phone and I could still hear what was going on in a room four doors down, right? Yeah. I can hear this. I lost track at one point of exactly what was potentially happening. Well, that's because it got wild. Well, because, well, there were so many fucking, or I could tell when you're orgasming, I know. <laughs> so I, I was like, holy shit, what is happening now? Like I couldn't, I couldn't get my head around it. I wasn't sure, what, is this oral? Is it, what's happening? Well, that leads perfectly into my next point because I, I then go down on him. I start sucking his cock. He takes everything off. I'm sucking on his cock. I ask if he, if I can touch his balls. He's like, absolutely. So I'm kind of like massaging his balls in my hand while I'm sucking his cock. He's making all these amazing noises. He's telling me, yes, that feels good. Giving me the verbal cues that just drive me fucking crazy. 
And from there, it just got wild. I mean, he goes and puts a condom on, puts a little bit of the lube that I have sitting out on, and I cannot even express to you the number of positions we went through. He started on top of me, fucks me on top, makes me come very quickly. I heard the I heard a very loud orgasm at one point. I thought, okay, that's that's penetration, but I have no fucking idea in what position. Well, I think where it got really wild was he flipped me over. He put a pillow under my hips and he enters me from behind. And again, you did a great job. I don't know if you knew that he had a giant cock, but he had a giant fucking cock. Well, through, so of course, at the event that we met, you know, our event, I didn't see the, I didn't see him naked. He didn't play. But when we were communicating, he was under the impression, like a lot of couples, I guess, that I was going to share with you pictures. Of course, what he didn't know until that point was I have a very good understanding of what my partner likes and what she's looking for. I'm not going to share anything with her because we like that surprise. She likes it. Yep. I said, but you can send it to me. Send me whatever you want to send me. I can tell from the pictures whether this is going to be uh, a go. And sure enough, he didn't. The guy's hung like a fucking Shetland pony. Oh, so, God, he has a great cock. Yeah. So he enters me from behind, and I wince at first, and then it feels fucking phenomenal. It's the perfect angle. He has me in just the right position. He starts squeezing onto my ass. He starts spanking my ass, and I'm like, spank me harder. So he does. And again, this is not a timid guy. No. This is a guy who, if you tell him to do something, he's going to fucking do it. He's not going to be afraid. No, he's a soldier. He's going to, he fucking gets in lockstep. Oh God. So then he's spanking me. He's grabbing onto my ass. He starts pulling my hair from the back and he puts another hand kind of almost around my neck, not like choking, but more so just holding me there as he is just fucking me silly. And I came so hard. I squirted everywhere. It probably was the most intense squirt I can remember. Yeah, well, the bed was soaked. You were like, I Ugh. squirted everyone. Like, yeah, I, I know. I can tell. It's <laughs> fucking all over the place. I squirted all over him. And the best part was I squirted on him. He pulls out. I'm like, do you want me to go get a towel? He's like, no. Nah. And just keeps going with it. I mean, yeah. this is a guy who's like, fuck that. We're just, we're in the moment. We're loving it. I don't care that your juices are all over me. Let's fucking go. Yeah, it, listen, I could not tell entirely what was happening. In fact, I asked you after you and I played and I, we were just exhausted at that point afterwards. But I was like, at any, did you suck his cock? I couldn't even tell that that had happened. And I thought, there's no way you were not sucking your cock. But I couldn't <laughs> tell because it was so like, there was just so much manic noise going on. I, I Honestly, I lost track of what was happening. And well, that's never happened. From there, from me squirting all over him, we did every position you could possibly imagine. I wrote his cock. He had me on my side fucking me. He had me back on my back fucking me. There was one point where he was squeezing my tits and squeezing my ass. So I was on my side and he was squeezing one of my tits and one of my ass cheeks at the same time and using those to like push himself deeper inside of me. I mean, it was crazy. It was, it was like 30 minutes of the most hectic chaotic hot sex I've ever had in my entire life. Well, I could hear you had music playing. I could not hear the music. I did not. <laughs> I heard you over the music, over the TV. And I mean, I could just hear everything, but it was so abstract because I could, there was a lot happening and I could tell there was a lot happening so much so that I had no idea what was happening. And you were straight up fucking for every bit of 40 or 50 minutes. Yes. Like straight up penetration for every bit of that amount of time. Cause you guys were in the room shit for over an hour, 15 hour and 20 minutes, something yep. like that. At one point I was like, is this going to end? Because I have a raging heart on, I would really like to be involved. <laughs> So yeah, it was it was fucking crazy. So he finally has me. Uh, I'm facing away from him again. He is behind me, fucking me, and he is just giving it all to me in that moment. I mean, there's one moment where he's squeezing one of my thighs and like holding it in place, and he just starts dirty talking. And up to this point, he had been saying a few things here and there, but it hadn't been like this raunchy, dirty talk yet. It was in that moment when he just got raunchy with me and I fucking loved it. He's like, you like that, don't you? You like this big cock? How does that big cock feel? I'm going to fuck you even harder. And I'm like, yes, do it. Fuck me harder. And it was crazy. He is sweating on me. He's dripping sweat onto my back. <laughs> it was great when he came out of the bed. First of all, let me just say this. There are not a lot of guys, even in situations like that, who are going to be confident enough after just having sex with 
a partner, someone's partner, to come out of the bedroom, walk past the- Hold on, we'll get to that. Don't don't spoil it, because I love that part of this whole thing. So just wait, because it ends by him saying, where do you want me to come? And I'm like, I want to taste you. And he's like, you're going to taste all my- Oh, I didn't know he came in your mouth. Yeah, he did. You and I didn't even talk. Listen, we were so fucking hot and heavy, we didn't even have that conversation. Yeah, so he pulls out of me, pulls the condom up. I turn around, get down like as close to the bed as I possibly can. And he's not even jerking off for like three seconds and he comes in my mouth. And I swallowed all of it down and he tasted amazing. And we're literally just sitting there and we just both burst out laughing because it was so intense. It was. Everything was so intense and he, it was rough. It wasn't overly rough. I think I told you afterwards, I do think there's a lot of guys that are rough for the purpose of being rough versus like, I am doing something intentionally because I know it's going to feel amazing for you. Well, it's like the obligatory oral or the obligatory whatever. It's like, um, I'm going to go through the motions, but it's not really my thing. That's my only concern with you telling guys ahead of time, oh, she really likes it rough, is that there have been guys in the past that that's clearly not who they are, and they're trying to fit that mold. Well, what I tell guys going at this point is, She's going to want you to be the driver. You you need to be the director of 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 the intensity to, on some level, and you need to take control. Do not wait for her to give you direction. Yeah, you know if there's an issue, she'll let you know. She'll give you a cue. But for the most part, you need to be in control. Well, my point is, this was clearly a guy who felt very comfortable in that role. This was yes. not acting. This was him being his genuine self in the bedroom, and it was so fucking hot to me. We just both burst out laughing because it was so intense, and I'm like I'm gonna get up and get you a glass of water because he is literally sweating everywhere I mean this man put in some work yeah well he came out of the bedroom like I said very few guys are gonna be confident enough in this situation to come out of the bedroom all the way down the hall completely naked to get into the kitchen for a glass of water he was so comfortable and so confident and had such an obviously had a great time. I think he didn't even realize what he had done because <laughs> we were just laughing. He's like, "I'm super fucking worked up. I'm hot." I'm like, "Yeah, dude. I could. You're sweating. I could absolutely see that. And you're totally naked. Totally got it. Yeah. I mean, just a, it was really just a great experience. Yeah, it was amazing. So yeah, he goes into the bathroom, cleans himself up, grabs a glass of water, goes back in to get dressed. And the other thing I loved is he immediately was like, "I want to do this again. Just yes. so you know where my intentions are at. I want." Want to do this again and I was like absolutely yeah so I told him I said hey, I'm going to text you right now Brenna's contact information so I gave him your number which of course he texted you right away and he texted me that evening later on to thank me for letting him spend time with you and that kind of thing so it, it was really great so he leaves after a few minutes of just chatting and literally you and I are instantly in the bedroom and I told you this I knew how hot this was first of all I heard it <laughs> but I knew how much you enjoyed it and I knew exactly what had happened when we got in the room. You just, well, you started sucking my cock. You jumped on the bed, put the pillow under yourself. Yep. And just got put your ass up in the air. I'm like, oh, like, so that's me. that's what's happening. Okay. And I knew that's what had happened yeah. when you were fucking him because if he, you've got a pillow under you, instinctively I know that if I don't have to do it this is what was going on and it was fucking hot yeah that's it's just a a telltale sign for me yeah you and I had fucking epic sex that night and it was I mean it's proof we always have good sex our sex is always intense but it is so interesting how a solid session with someone else makes me yearn for you even more I don't think a lot of people understand that no we talked about it our sex is great all the time. When there has been an exceptional experience, particularly one that you have had with someone, our reconnective sex is absolutely heads and shoulders above everything else. Yes. Everything else. And that's, a, it's just a driver. It just is. It's like taking great sex and just like adding a steroid to it or something. You yeah, know what I mean? It's just, yeah. I mean, it's Dropping so. Dropping a sex bomb right in the middle of it. Yeah. It's so fucking intense. And this was no exception. It no was exception. Amazing. Now, I will say, great single guy tip right here. He texts me the next day, the next morning before he goes to work and says, hey, I just wanted to let you know that I had an amazing time with you last night and I'm really eager to do it again if you are. Yeah. Fucking loved that. Like not only was he appreciative of my time and everything, but he wanted to keep in contact and he wanted to once again express his interest. And I just thought that was a classy fucking move. I mean, this is a solid, solid dude. Yeah. He reached out to me as well to thank me again. Let me know that he had reached out 
to you and asked, of course, if it was okay if he came to the event tonight, which, yeah, of course it is. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm excited because if he is there tonight, which, well, I think he already bought a ticket. So I'm assuming he'll be there this evening. I would kind of like to fuck in that environment because I feel like it would be even more intense. I don't know. Either way, I want this cock again. He was fucking awesome. His amazing cock is just that. I mean, he was really the total package. There was nothing that could have been better about this whole thing from my perspective. No, and I felt I was really happy that you had enjoyed yourself. Obviously, we got to enjoy ourselves together. But more than anything, that it was a really fucking solid experience because it had been a rough fucking road up to that point. Uh, Leading up to that, including the guy we met who was 40 fucking minutes late the week before, I thought, man, what what is wrong with these fucking dudes? Yeah, well, apparently there are some solid ones left out there. And I will also say I woke up the next morning with all of these little bruises all over. Oh, I also woke up with a bite mark. I forgot that he was biting my thigh and my calf at one point. Oh, so fucking hot. Yeah, you you told me the next day we're on our way out the door. Like, I got I have a bite mark on my calf i was like did you get bit by something you're like yeah the guy was fucking last night like oh yeah totally forgot about that (laughs) but i love that i it's been a while since i've woken up with all of those like little bruises all over the place and it's like that reminder of what happened the night before it's kind of like walking around having this naughty secret all day yeah there's something about that that you know (laughs) listen and for him you i don't know if you sent him a, a picture or a text or anything like that susan did that to me the other day after we played she sent me a picture of course she's she has no panties on she's like oh look what i got i'm looking at her vagina of course and then i noticed that there's a bite mark on the inside of her thigh so yeah that's just it's awesome to get that the next day yeah very fun so anyway this was a great session we are going to be talking a little bit more about it on this week's bonus episode along with some other details you're not going to hear on the podcast so make sure you join us over at patreon.com slash front porch swingers if you want to see the naughty fun i had last night in this Fremont Street hotel room, you can at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. Brian also has one, which is OnlyFans.com slash Buy Hyphen Zaddy. So if you want to see us uh, see us with fewer clothes on than you're going to see on social media, find us over there. You also should absolutely check out our future events at Members.FrontPorchSwingers.com. We have them all over the country at this point. And find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media. And what am I forgetting? I don't think you're forgetting anything. We have so much planned. Right now, we are planned all the way through April of 2023. Yes. So just stay tuned and we will keep you up to date. Yeah. We have some other very naughty stories to be sharing with you as well. So make sure you tune in every single Monday. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.